Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back. We are returning for our second session on the character posters posted by Lord of the Rings on Prime uh, yesterday. Uh, it's uh, what is it, Friday the 4th of February here today. Uh, these were posted yesterday. Um, we uh, had a fun discussion yesterday looking through a bunch of them. We got a little bit more than halfway through, so we're going to be talking about the rest of them uh, here today. And um, uh, and then we're going to be um, see what kind of sort of bigger picture, you know, things we can we can see and where we're where we're going here. In particular, Maggie, what I want to kind of come back to at the end is thinking about um, what this kind of suggests big picture. You know, I, I want to make sure we're not, um, you know, it's it's easy to get, you know, when doing when looking at stuff like this, right, to get caught up in the details and the details are a lot of fun but I want to be there are like a couple different levels I want to back up and look at right um, you know one level is um, thinking about these pictures as a group right you know thinking with with all of them what does this tell us about the world of Middle Earth that they're building right in this series um, and then I want to step even one step further back and see what does this tell us about how Amazon is thinking about this world of Middle Earth that they're building? And I know exactly. that that's... Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like we're in two parts of like the story and the characters and the arcs that we're going to get in terms of like an adaptation, but yes. also just like the process, you know, how they're doing this. Yes. And have they learned? We're not <laughs> sure yet. <laughs> right. We're not exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So uh, we were going through basically in Twitter order. We'll think about the sequencing also a little bit later on when we're drawing more conclusions. But we had just finished with this lady with the dirty hands and the shawl. And we're uh, up to uh, this one. Now, this is interesting because... So the berries are obviously the first inter interesting thing. And what I was particularly interested in here is that I noticed... When you look at the official description, um, and hey, hey, look, here's the descriptive text right here. Close up of someone's small, childlike hands. So it's interesting that they give us that scale, which we don't really have otherwise, right? Um, uh, and then in the left hand, they are holding what looks like blackberries, and their right hand is on the strap of a burlap bag. What look like blackberries is the part of the description that I found most interesting. It doesn't say they're blackberries, mm -hmm. right? It says that they look like blackberries, um, uh, which is interesting. So Hobbit Child, is that what we're supposed to be getting here? I mean, certainly there's, it's the first like real item that and the acorns, what we have for scale. So I feel right. like it's very purposeful that these are supposed to be ginormous yes. things in tiny hands. Yes. Yeah. Um, it does look like a child's hands and probably not just a human child's hands. Um, right. Because it looks, the scale does not look right for a human child. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you look at the, um, when you look at the hands, um, those do not look like the hands of a two-year-old uh, is what I'm saying. Like, a, you know, a two or a three-year-old might hold blackberries in her hand and look like that. Right. But those are not the hands of a two year old. Um, so I think probably Hobbit Child is what we're getting here. Um, of course, they've maintained some plausible deniability about the blackberries in saying that they look like I didn't promise that they were blackberries. Maybe this is supposed to be some special berry, which merely is in the blackberry family. Right. But um, 
but yeah, I think likely Hobbit child. Um, and burlap bag, we see the burlap bag. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because actually... I would have made a mistake. I can see more closely now looking at this more carefully how that is a like a twine, a braided twine strap, right? That goes to that burlap bag. But it look at first with the the direction it's coming down and the way the hand is holding it, I thought it was a braid. I thought it was hair. I, I still think it's hair. I thought it was their hair was woven into the bag. No, I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a, I mean, they say it's a strap. Um, which again, I would, I was, I, I would have, I, I saw this and I'm like, oh, somebody with a long braid. And then I'm like, no, okay. I guess it's a, I guess it's a strap and they say it's a strap and it looks like it's actually woven in or like it's that it's involved there in the top of the burlap, burlap And it sack. really looks like human hair. You know, it's, it's right. so pliable. It's not that stiff horse hair. Right. Yeah. Huh. I could. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. It could be horse hair, but it just could looks be horse really hair. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but hmm. um, I uh, presumably the burlap bag is for blackberries. That like this is not only a working person, uh, this is a working person in the middle of working, right? Mm-hmm. Which um, I don't think we saw. But who else had the? Who else that we were looking at had the 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 real working? We had the of course the shawl lady who has field workers hands as well as far as the dirt is concerned but no yeah no and other than the grubby oh, the hands oh, i was gonna say the fisherman but no his hands are really clean yes you, oh you mean the the sailor dude the sailor dude yes yeah, sailor yeah. dude's hands are clean um which again suggests to me both i mean your hands are less likely to be covered with dirt on a ship because no dirt but um i mean no no Soil. <laughs> I mean to say, I'm not saying ships are not dirty at all. I'm just saying, uh, no, no not soil, n- not of the earth. Um, um, but but anyway, I guess it's his, the cleanness of his hands is actually one of the things that suggests to me I'm setting off on a like I'm heading to the boat right to set off on the journey. Um, so yeah, this is the other working uh, working class hands person who seems to be in the middle of working, right? Um, uh, having a burlap sack to collect berries in. So, and that's a, um, I'm not sure what to do. It could very well just be a um, uh, sort of bucolic countryside child picking berries in a bag for Could self be. or for parent, right? You know, for the family pie or whatever. Like, um, it could be, a, you know, working as part of a farm. I mean, we were talking about slavery questions and things with the, the chain yeah. around the neck of what looked like the other hobbit was making me wonder mm-hmm. in that direction. Um, but, um, but that hobbit was the map holder, wasn't he? So that, that wasn't any kind of a task that was very much a adventurer. <laughs> right, right. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah. 
not much more to go off of there. I not think much the, more to go off of here. The clothing is really nondescript. It doesn't scream Hobbit to me. You know, there's a lot of key elements of a Hobbit outfit, like the linen shirt and the jacket and the breeches that I think the vest that we've kind of come to expect. And this doesn't really scream that, but it doesn't no, it mean doesn't. it's not Hobbit either. It doesn't. But, you know, it's another thing. One of the things that it makes me think of um, the the dirt like, you know, the, the dirt on not only the hands, but the, like this is not just somebody whose hands are dirty because they've just been doing stuff in the dirt. These are the hands and arms of somebody who bathes irregularly. Right. Mm. And Peter Jackson's hobbits do not look like they bathe irregularly by mm-hmm. and large. Like they're pretty even though, you know, he did a good job of showing like rustic uh, peasant hobbits. Um, they don't look dirty. In this way, you know, um, again, they, they look like they bathe regularly and this person does not look like um, he or she. I'm guessing she bathes regularly, but um, uh, I don't know if I'm guessing she because it looks like a rough skirt uh, there. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> it's. um yeah, huh, sorry. It sounds like my uh some kind of Twitch is having some kind of issue with our stream. Oh dear. Ooh. Oh well. Um yeah, Kendall is pointing out of course that they 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 even have a they even have a a there's the bath song, right? That we get <laughs> for from the hobbits in the book, you know. Um in fact, if I'm recalling correctly, isn't it called Bilbo's favorite bath song? Like there are <laughs> Of the, the yes, yeah. of the bath song oeuvre, right, of Bilbo's, <laughs> this is his favorite, um, which does certainly suggest that bathing is a, uh, is a thing. Um, and notice that uh, the, special, um, the special treat that Mary has prepared for the end of their journey is not merely the fact that there is a bath, mm. but that they won't have to start with a quarrel over baths. Right. Um, and even that line, um, we can't start life at Craig Hollow with a quarrel after over baths, um, sort of suggests that. A, obviously, they're all going to want to take a bath and one assume one. that they're going to take a bath. Right. And that a quarrel is therefore order. likely to ensue. And so, therefore, I'm going to prevent it by acquiring four, you know, three tubs. Right. And having them all prepared with hot water. Um uh, so, um, anyway, I, I, it's, uh, very, um, that's a very telling kind of thing. So yes, I, I, I do agree. Tolkien's hobbits, at least, um, those in Frodo and Mary and Pippin's line, um, you know, does Sam bathe this regularly at home? Like does Gaffer Gamgee take baths this often? I don't know. Um, but I mean, Sam da- bathes with them as well. It's not like Sam doesn't bathe here, but, um. We can't tell if it's a class thing necessarily, but, but anyway, point is, we're yeah. also thousands of years before we're thousands of years they, before maybe this. Maybe they don't bathe as often. They didn't bathe as often right. in the middle of, you know, the medieval exactly. ages, you know? bet they didn't yeah. have a clock on their mantelpiece here either. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, anyway, so, uh, I definitely, um, uh, I definitely think that, uh, it's an interesting move. Like, the level of culture, rusticness, 
um, uh, dirt um, crudity of fabrics and things that they are putting on what look to be the hobbits. And this is making me wonder, going back for a second, is this a hobbit? I mean, the only thing that's making us say that is the size, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no scale. There's nothing we, that we have for scale. I mean... We just assume those berries are like blackberries, so therefore that's a tiny person. But they just said like blackberries. Right. They Maybe may just have ginormous berries. ginormous berries, exactly, in whatever part of Eriador we're in here. Um, I remember the first time I saw Marion berries in Oregon, and they were the size of my hand. And I was like, what is this magic? <laughs> so, who knows? Right. Who knows? Maybe maybe that's what's going on here. Um, but I still think Hobbit is likely. But I do agree the style is different. And, and there's every reason to think the style. These are not Shire Hobbits, right? Right. These I are should, not Shire Hobbits. This is, this, this is millennia before, like more than one millennium before the Shire was founded. Um, and like you so, said last time, we can assume this isn't the same class of hobbits either. This is a working no, class hobbit. No, yeah. I mean, we. it's very likely that the upper class Shire hobbit that, that doesn't exist. Like that's, you know, there's, there's no reason to think, to assume that that's a thing. Um, and that even if perhaps the previous image, the shawl, older woman image might be, you know, somebody like Gollum's grandma and a matriarch among the hobbits. It's imp it's possible. Um, but even then there wouldn't necessarily be, they um, sort of civilized in the same way. Um, I've just spotted something I didn't notice before. If you go to the Instagram image and zoom oh, in yeah, on the left side of it, there's a buckle that is shaped like a sun. Ooh. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a totally different artifact. Right? Huh. Okay, let's see. And you got a little more sleeve on the right with a hole in it, so it's definitely working class, but that sun buckle is pretty interesting, and it looks like it's part of the bag. Whoa. Why am I zooming hmm. backwards? Okay, I'm zooming backwards. Um, I see. Okay. Uh... I can't zoom in. Oh, it's not letting me zoom on the picture. Oh, well. It's okay. I can live with it. Um, okay. Hmm. hmm. The knobs, the knobby bits around the edge of this, that buckle mm -hmm. are rounded. Rounded, yeah. Which is unusual for a sun. But it's possible. Very, and it doesn't very, look like the the other sunbursts that we saw were all pointy. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Um Yeah, they were all they were all pointy. Um Yeah. There's a design, but the design in the center of the sun all just looks like a like overlap woven, like basket weave almost kind of design. In there. But I presume it's like a brooch, you know, where the fabric comes through and you stick a pin through. So I assume oh, maybe. it's just the fabric of the bag. Oh, that, 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 yeah, yeah, that might be. That yeah. might be right. So it's just it's just a hollow circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why that's why that's why it would look like overlap weaving because it's actually woven. That could possibly be. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when I was looking at those little spheres, and I was like, "Ooh, are they the same as the beads on that shawl woman?" But I don't think they are. No. No. I don't think so either. Those were dots. 
right? And these are um, just looks like spheres. Yeah. yeah, like chased metal. Yeah, it's yeah, a total no, tease though to only have that in the side of the Instagram image. Like that feels purposeful. Yeah, that's very tantalizing. Mm. Um, okay, if we go with the theory that the sunburst means Numenor, mm-hmm. like we were kind of. Don't, I'm going to go back here. Actually, the Instagram will be just as well. So we were looking at a couple places here and this rich dude, I feel stronger and stronger. This is a Numenorean dude. This is some rich and powerful Numenorean dude, the blue, blue and gold guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And this has the sunburst. Um, so if this is a rich and powerful Numenorean dude. That would make this likely to be a Numenorean armor. And we were thinking that, um, that it looked more Numenorean than Elvish, probably. But we got the sun all over the place here. Um, and I got those dragon wings that I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, are those, those the primary sunbursts we were seeing, right? I think those were the main places we were seeing suns. Um, but if we assume that the suns are Numen- sunburst symbol is Numenorean, it does then, when I come back to our brooch here, I wonder what kind of links there are there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if there are... Um, if we're seeing, like, the echoes of, like, a c- colony, essentially, Right. Um, like part of colonial Numenorean territory or the remnant of it or the memory of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, oh, somebody was asking, do I think they're going to be droogs? Um, are, are, are there going to be Druidon, um, Wozes? There could be. We know they were there. We know they were in Numenor. And I'm going to tell you, um, it's just not on. I have, I, have, I, have, I have a bunch of lists. I have like lists of things that I am really excited to see that I'm co- very confident we will see. I have a list of things that like we'd better see or I'm going to be really upset. And I have a list of things that like I have hopes and dreams of seeing, but I don't know if they will happen, but it'll make me really happy if we see them. And on that list are Druidine in Numenor. I totally want to see Druid or like Druidine leaving Numenor, like the bit where the Druidine are like, I'm getting out of here while the getting's good. Like, I want that. I totally (laughs) want that. So, so yes, I was looking to see if we could see any Druidine uh, in, uh, uh, in these images. I'm not, at all confident that I'm seeing any, but, um, um, yes. Yeah. And yes, I'm watching the YouTube chat for those of you who are on uh, sorry. Twitch seems to be 
having a moment. I don't know what's going on. We're streaming to Twitch. It's working for a, a minority of people, but for most it's not. I apologize on behalf of Twitch, though that's not my job, I suppose. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, the Druidine were totally a Numenor, Kevin. It absolutely happened watching Facebook chat, too. So um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so let's let's uh, it's, I'm, I'm definitely it's definitely been in the back of my mind, but let's move on to the next one and wait, we're doing Twitter order, so let's stay in Twitter order for now. Okay. I this I've been looking forward to this one. Okay. What? On like, I can't see your screen. Are we doing the green one with the guy holding? Oh yeah, the sorry, the green one with the okay. dude. Yeah, the green with the dude. Cool. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Um, all right. All right. D more dirty hands. Very dirty hands. Can't see his wrists and arms, so we can't be sure whether or not this is a non-bathing dude or whether this is a I'm just in the middle of a dirty project dude. But given the state of his clothes, I think non-bathing is more likely. This seems a more thoroughly dirty, uh, dirtied fellow. He's wearing a very rough cloak. Look at the edges of that cloak, right? Mm -hmm. Very rough. Um, his clothing is... Uh, the, the cuffs of his, you know, under tunic there are, is, are very dirty and worn. Um, and though the fabric looks pretty good on his, um, uh, on his, you know, his over tunic there. And it looks like a tunic and I, and it does look like a dude. It does look like a guy. Uh, no, I'm using my two generic words. It does look like a man, a ma masculine person. I'm getting masculinity from this, but what in earth is that implement? Like, well, the, what? The, the written description oh, wait, says some it. sort of farm equipment. Farm, Im like, primitive farm what? implement yeah. of some sort. I mean, the only Prim thing I could think of was like a drill to like plant a seed because it's kind of got a curve to it, but there's also that claw tied onto it. I, I don't know. This is Farming on the we farm know. implement. Yeah, I agree. Little Redhead points out that it's it seems to be adorned. I mean, that does seem decorative. Mm -hmm. now, I mean, it, it's possible that that what is it? A tooth? The black tooth? Is yeah, it? or claw or a tooth? It says claw or the, tooth. Oh, it does it say. Says it, in the description, a sharp, a sharp claw. claw. Except it's not sharp. It looks quite blunted, but that's okay. Mm. Um, yes. And like a uh, bead attached to it as well. And that pretty red rope that looks like it's woven with a few different things. Yeah, it looks very decorative. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he were holding it the other way around, I would say it would it even look would look like some kind of like ritual scepter or something like <laughs> mm -hmm. that. Right. Um, the, both the direction holding it down um point down or if it has a point i don't know where it, what it does at the bottom and also the way that he's holding it in this like i'm churning butter posture right of his hands mm -hmm. um makes it look like uh a tool and possibly a digging tool of some sort mm -hmm. what do you think it is a bone it bone is was my first choice because if you look at the handle that doesn't look like wood. And then the further you yes. go down the corkscrew bit, it really does look like a joint that's been carved. Like a hip yeah. or a beam, you know? Right, but right. But it doesn't look human either. But yeah, I think No, bone. it certainly does not look human. But I think it is a bone, probably like a, a, a carved hip bone or mm. something from some kind of animal. Um, yeah, is it a digging tool? Is it a kind of like... I don't know, some like uh, for like 
tilling like by hand like you know tilling or turning the soil or well there's I lots, of, spec lots of speculation online about wizard for this one as well so it's like well maybe that is a staff but we're supposed to believe that it's some sort of agricultural equipment so this kind of got me thinking of like oh what seeds are we planting for like the wizards are already here but somehow hiding in plain sight and Maybe. I so first of all, about wizards, um, people were pointing out that passage that I was neglecting yesterday about that Tolkien did allow for the possibility of the two blue wizards arriving earlier. Mm -hmm. Our wizards, Radagast, Gandalf, Saruman, the ones we're familiar with, um, he still said arrived later. I still say I'm not going to be any kind of shock if we see one or all three of them uh, in this series. Um but, I also don't uh, think Amazon's going to care that the wizards aren't there yet. If they want wizards, they'll bring them in. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think that the, the the kind of collapse of that, um, um, the kind of collapse of that timeline would be totally normal. But I, I don't. Um, uh, are people saying wizard just because? Part of it looks kind of like a staff. I mean, I don't see wizard at all here. I'm not saying that I'm. I mean, I, I guess I don't any see any reason to doubt them when they tell me it's a farming implement. Yeah. Uh, um, but um, but apart from that, even if it's yeah. not a farming implement, it's not a staff. I mean, I think this is like the the purpose of these photos is. I guess I could see whatever you know. Sure. It looks like a cloak. It looks like some sort of a sacrificial sacred object if you turn it the other way. It mm -hmm. does have a claw and a bead. But if they tell me it's farming equipment, I believe it's farming equipment as well. Fancied farming equipment. I mean, yeah, it, shiny. it would so so let's let's for a minute now go with the assumption that it is farming equipment. And, and by the way, and I, I I really do think it looks like bone. So I, I get like what a wizard with a 3 foot really twisty bone staff like i'm not seeing it but anyway whatever um let's let's run with farming equipment for the moment right okay it's a farming implement of some kind um not knowing what it is we don't need to know what it is as far as like what its role on the farm is i mean but um what does it tell us the decorations hmm. right i mean the because so there are two sets of leather, there are two leather cords tied around it. The bottommost leather cord, the brown leather cord, seems to be there to secure the claw, which could be a bear claw. Um, people are asking if it's carved. It looks like it's textured, but I don't know if it's actually carved. No, I don't, I think it, it's it doesn't have designs on it, I don't think. Mm -mm. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah. And then there's Sorry. another bead that looks like it's made of bone. And then there's a third bead in the back of it that's right at the knot that just looks like decoration at the knot. I mean, yeah, three different adornments yeah. for farm equipment. Exactly. Which is fairly remarkable. That big clumpy thing is the big clumpy like so this business at the base of the claw is that attached to the claw or is it attached to the cord um 
It looks like a bead with the cord going through it. I don't think it's attached to the claw, but I guess it, it could be like the the bit of, if it is a, and it's not a tooth, it's a claw, the bit that right. joins to the body. Right, it's like really a bit of bone attached to the claw maybe yeah. or something? Like, yeah, possibly. possibly. And the red, the red strap almost looks like sinew. That looks very biological mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, right. And yeah, Chad was saying... He thinks it's the phalange. That's that's what I was way of like a like a bit of knuckle bone attached to the mm -hmm. attached to the claw. It might be. Um, the way that the claw sticks out, it looks like that could be functional. Um, you know, kind of like um, you know, kind of like your uh, um, you know, your pair of pliers that has like a wire cutter in the in the in the side or something. You know, like that that you would be able to turn it around and do something else with the bear claw. Uh, I don't know what cut something or something like that. Um, you know, so it's It's your combo tool of like uh, breaking up the clods of earth with the bottom part of it. And, you know, uh, cutting your, you know, uh, your box is open uh, from your Amazon deliveries with the other side. I don't know. It's exactly, it's a Swiss army broom, Josh, mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't rule out man of Pong and I agree. I, yeah, I'm not blowing up the image as much, but the, it's possible that it is carving on the claw. Um, it's definitely not smooth. Um, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it's writing, but, um, but I could believe it's carved and that carving, you know, you go, you look at the carving on there and then I compare it with like the decoration on the beads on the beaded bracelet, uh, with the other one. Mm hmm. Sorry, I realize my face is right up to my lap. Yeah, it's okay. To... No, I, I'm, I'm like leaning down and looking too. Trying to um, stare. It almost looks like letters, like ES or something. But I don't think it's that clear. I think that's just what I'm trying to see. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Um, huh. Basically, yeah. the, the main decision I'm trying to make is what percentage function is this tool? Mm. You know, is it like 80% function, 20% decoration, or is it like 60, 40? Because if they spent time like engraving the claw, the percentage decoration goes way up. It just tells you something about the culture, right? Um, that they would do that, especially with their farming implements. Well, especially with the rest of the outfit. I mean, if you look at everything else, this is, a very working person. They are dirty. They're rough. They're, you know, mm -hmm. they don't own 17 different cloaks. This is it. Right. And then the attention given to this piece of equipment, if their entire life is centered around farming and the earth, you know, maybe it's some sort of a almost religious element to farming the earth that they commune with nature to, right. you know, there that could is, be there's... an element of culture here that we're not familiar with, but this right. tells us a lot potentially about it. Right. There's some kind of ritual component there yeah yeah perhaps i mean it's it is um especially if that i mean it, it, could the bear claw have some that kind some kind of like uh totemic 
significance, right? Like it's, uh, you know, the bear claw is tied on not because you use the bear claw to cut things, but, you know, what, to uh, uh, mm-hmm. help your uh, farming tool partake of the strength of the bear claw, right? Uh, you know, to as like a charm against the thing breaking or something. I mean, I, you know, there's all kinds of ways we could think about this. Is this a ritual community? Is this, uh, a, you know, a sort of a, a ritual or superstitious community? Is this um, an artistic community? Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are they just, is this just the kind of thing they do? We don't, see, as you say, we don't see any or almost, there's only one thing I can see on his whole outfit, which suggests decoration in his clothes. And that's this lighter cuff that he's got here. So he's got his under tunic. And then he's got the sleeves of his tunic that come down. And then there seems to be like a light brown or kind of goldish cuff around the edge there, which is two-tone, darker and lighter, as we can see on the left-hand side there. You know, our left, his right. Um, kind of just looks like twine wrapped around his wrist. It's though, possible. To like hold the sleeves back. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. But I'm saying that's the only thing that looks any decorative at all, mm-hmm. like any, any, any bit decorative. There's nothing on his clothes at all that's decorative. And I would think um, that if they, um, you know, if they were, if this was the kind of culture that like no farming tool is complete without its decorative pieces <laughs> attached to it, I would expect more on his clothes is what I'm saying, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't see that. So I don't know. Um, we have no sense of scale. I mean, maybe if we could figure out what sort of animal this bone was from, um, and it's possible that it's not bone, it's possible that it's wood, but I, I'm still thinking bone. Um, if it is bone, and we could figure out what animal it was, then we would have some kind of scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, not as yeah. Yeah. Um, see, I can't think he's a traveler, Lupita, mostly just because, again, like what what that whatever the thing he's holding, would that be something you'd bring on a journey? I mean, it could be a weapon if it's a weapon. Yes. If it's a weapon, why is he holding it like that? I mean, if it's a weapon, it would have to be a kind of club slash sickle ish weapon. And that's obviously the handle that he's got in his hands there. Um so he, why is he holding it reversed in that case? Um, I just, I'm not really And these at clothes all don't sure strike there. me as, you know, ready to go on a long journey. They're a bit impractical for that. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, it could be a walking stick if it continues to the ground. Again, I just, do we see any reason to disbelieve the descriptive text? Like, I'm not at all saying that I think the descriptive text is giving us, like, the full story of any of these. But do we have reason to think they're actually lying to us in any of these? Like, positively misleading us in the descriptive text? Um, Entirely possible. I don't see any reason to think that. I mean, it's... I mean, they're being coy in the descriptive text... Obviously, uh, I mean, all these all the pictures are coy, right? You know, the whole the whole this whole gambit is coy. But um, but I, I just people who want to see who want to call it a staff or a walking stick, like to say that we have to say, therefore, 
we're confident that they're lying to us when they say it's a farming implement. Um, uh, again, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying that that's um, uh, right. what possible motivation for misdirection about this for this image do they have? Like, I just don't um, I don't really see it. Um, I kind of feel like I need to um, I need to have some reason to be suspicious in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, Lupita, it does. So uh, I was just thinking that too. If we go back to no, hang on. This is not the one that I want. I want to do the Instagram one where I can see them all. Um, this dude, right? Um, we do, of course, have the hands doing a similar thing. I'm going to go back and forth between that and this. Look at the difference in the body language of the hands, mm -hmm. right? Look at the farm implement hands and the sunburst armor uh, and sword hands, right? Um, look how much firmer the grasp is here. This guy's holding this sword like he means to turn it around and start using it any second. Um, his knuckles are white on the top hand. This the sun guy, right? Whereas the peasant dude is relaxed. Both of his hands are relaxed on this implement. His top knuckles are not white, and you can see how much looser his fingers are, right? This is casual. This is relaxed. The first guy is on guard. He's um, um, ready. He's ready. Um, mm -hmm. This guy's what? Board. Resting. I still don't know why. Bored? Yeah. 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 Bored. Possibly bored. Um, not very intense in any case. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's do the next one. Yeah. Next one is Acorn Dude. Thank you. Okay. Let's. I'm gonna, wait. Hang on. I'm sorry, I, I broke my own rule. No, sorry, it's not Acorn Dude. I'm doing Twitter order. It's not Acorn Dude. Acorn Dude is the next one after that one. On Twitter, oh. the next one is um, Elvish-looking dagger. Mm -hmm. Dagger with rounded top. Um, I think this is obvious. And I think this is cool. Um... This, being coy. <laughs> okay. I think, I think I feel more, I think I feel a clearer conviction about this image, this person's identity than I have of any picture we've seen so far. I see a f clearly feminine hand. Mm -hmm. I see a dagger, which has motifs of a tree in silver and a tree in gold intermingling mm -hmm. with the bottom part of the dagger hilt being intermingled silver and golden rays dripping down from the trees, like the liquid light of Laurelin and Telperion and the blade of the dagger part gold and part silver. I see a very elvish style bre breastplate, mm -hmm. clearly feminine, with the movement, and you can see the curve of the waistline um, on the left-hand side there. Even on the Twitter image, you can see that. And I see chainmail around the wrist. 
chainmail uh, developed by dwarves, very fine chainmail, chainmail developed by dwarves. And you can see that underneath the breastplate, there is uh, a long suit of very delicate chainmail under there as well. Um, This almost has to be Galadriel. It almost has to be. Um, That dagger... um, If this isn't Galadriel, she stole Galadriel's dagger. Because, of course, Galadriel's... um, Galadriel's hair is the gold and silver light of the two trees mingling together. Like, the light of the two trees mingling together is Galadriel's trademark. Like, that's what her hair is like. That's what her hair reminded Feanor like. It's in the one version of the story. It's a thing that like, inspired the Silmarils. Um, it's kind of a big deal. This looks like, and I'm going to go further, this looks like a dagger which was made by Celebrimbor for Goadriel. Mm. And pearls. Yes, and pearls. I was just looking yeah. at the pearls as well. Um, uh, so, yes, um, I was talking when I was with the Torn folks a couple weeks or months ago, we were asked we, at, at some point, I don't remember when this question came up about Goadriel in armor. Um, and I was like, of course, we're going to see Goadriel. Like, of course, we're going to see Goadriel in armor. Why wouldn't we see Goadriel in armor? Um, like she's going to be there in Eriador and yeah. there's going to be a war in Eriador. Um, why wouldn't like, I, 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 I think I think some people were like finding it shocking that we would see Galadriel in armor. And honestly, um, it's really funny because the Amazon folks have an interesting uphill climb in front of them, right? Because they're dealing with like two whole separate sets of potentially purist fans whose like trust they have to win over, right? Mm -hmm. There's like the book purist fans uh, you know, the the book purists whose trust they have to win over and who are going to be upset about anything that's changed from the books. And then there's the Peter Jackson purist fans who yeah. are going to be upset about anything that violates the image that the Peter Jackson films have in them. This is why I, I honestly think this is the main... Like, there were a bunch of people who were complaining about the voiceover in the title trailer that was reading the, that was reading the ringverse, the female voice. Um, and honestly, I... I I feel a hundred percent like those, the people who were, were just having a, but that's not Kate Blanchett reaction. Like it's yeah. they, they like Kate Blanchett's voiceover is the voiceover they're looking for, you know, yeah. like that's, it's just whether they think about it consciously or not, like that's the voiceover that they want that they're, that's what, you know, um, and it was different. It was yeah. very different. Like the tone of voice was very different. The uh, the quality of her voice was very different from Kate Blanchett's. Um, mm-hmm. I quite liked it. I liked the voiceover. I loved the Ringverse voiceover. The choice to have just the Ringverse alone and no other words. Um, I was comparing it to the way every Lord of the Rings volume has the just the, a page, a blank page with the Ringverse on it before mm-hmm. the title. You know, right after the title page. Uh, in every, it's it, it was kind of like that. I I really liked the, that. Uh, approach. I was impressed by that approach in the title uh, video. Um, um, and I kind of liked the fact that Galadriel's voice was higher pitched. She sounded younger. I just mm-hmm. it was a younger sounding voice than Kate Blanchett. I know there's not a major difference in the actors' uh, ages, but I don't care about the actors. Um, it sounded 
it sounded younger. And I like that. I like younger, feistier Galadriel is totally what we should see uh, in this series. But anyway... Um, well, part of that, I think, is like one of the challenges I'm having with, with Amazon is that they're keeping everything so close to the chest that we don't have a chance to form any expectations besides what we already Besides know. what we already bring in. So right. they're already setting themselves up for a bit of a challenge because they haven't right. set themselves apart yet. So, right. you know, if they're talking about filming at New Zealand, they're using a lot of the same cast and crew, not, not necessarily cast, crew and... Um, you know, art design and things like that that were part of these other worlds, we're going to kind of assume there's some similarities. So, right. yeah, right. I, I'm not surprised that, that that backfired a little bit. Right, absolutely. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, it's if you can't go into this thinking it's going to be different because that's what it's adaptation be, just, is. Just brace yourself for it. I mean, yeah, it's... And, just, and be... And, and, like, don't... Be open. Be, be open. open. Be open. It's okay. It might be okay if it's different. Yep. I'm not saying all difference is, is good, but but it might be okay. And, and so, yeah, like... One interpretation, you know? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean it's wrong or ruined it for you. It's one interpretation. Right. And you can always go back to a Galadriel who, if she enters battle, turns green instead. And okay. that's like, you know... You can, you, you can always have that. Like, they can't yeah. take green Galadriel away on... Unfortunately, but um, oh yeah, sorry. Thank you, James. James Tauber would just posted a link uh, on the YouTube chat to his very useful spreadsheet, which I have totally on my other window over here. Um, mine open as well. Thanks, James. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, James, for that. Uh, 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 checking that out. I'm going to be coming back, James, to the sequence thing that you were pointing out uh, before. We'll get we'll get we'll get back to that. Um, but. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's it, and and I, I I don't I don't seem to seem un, un, unsympathetic. Like I really do get it. I've I'm a recovered purist myself. Like I was, I began life uh, as a as a a, a, a snooty purist. Um, I was the most insufferable of purists in the old, but I've reformed, and uh, and I'm here to tell you, my fellow purists, that there is a richer life that awaits you. I have yes. tasted it, <laughs> and and if you can let it go, your life will be richer. I promise, it's really yes. worth it. Um, but that's, anyway, that's so what yes, say whenever I lecture any of this stuff about adaptation, where it's just right. everyone take a breath. Leave your pitchfork yeah. in your backpack. You can bring it because yeah. you might still be real pissed off. But don't, don't <laughs> leave it in right. your backpack. Yeah. 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 Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, okay. Um, uh, so it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I want to talk to the art director. I mean, I think that dagger is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Chad, I do like the idea that the um, um, the 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 sea people link right, like that the, the pearls are recalling her 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 Tellerin roots um, from her her mother, uh, right, Arwen uh, of the Teleri. Um, so um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, that's very uh, uh, I like that again, which makes it feel to me even more like a gift piece, right? Like this is, uh, like it's, it's, it's go, it's Galadriel's dagger, right? It is the, the, um, yeah, this, I mean, I guess it's theoretically possible that this is not Galadriel, but as I said, if this isn't Galadriel, she stole her dagger. So like, I don't think there's any identification. No. There's definitely no identification I have felt 
more strongly about because most of them I don't I don't feel like we've been given enough to confidently assert identity, um, mostly because, of course, I'd feel a little bit more confident. The comment that you made last time, Maggie, has totally thrown me for a loop and made me cautious in all of my identifications about Uh not knowing the scope, right? Like these could be people from season seven, for all we know, right? Um, People who aren't introduced until season six or seven. So, um, you know, whom are we getting and what's the timeline like and what... if this were like, okay, it's just people involved in the first stages of like the forging of the rings of power. Um, then I would feel like, okay, I, I feel like I could make a list of folks and, and have some process of elimination. And so if, if I could use the process of, of, of elimination, then I would feel like I could make some more guesses. Right. But if it's, if it could be that wide open, if we could be getting people from season five or whatever, um, then the cast, the, the, the potential scope is too large. And so I really don't, I really don't know. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really this image and the potential Sauron image that I think maybe one or two others that you could clearly assign some characters to. The rest of them feel like employment ads. Like, come work on the farm. Come be a fisherman. You know, they're <laughs> right. so generic that right. we don't know who they are. And, and that's as okay, I say, you know? but because we yeah. knew early on that Galadriel was going to be in this, you knew one of these images had to hearken pretty strongly to her. Yeah, exactly. There's only five seasons, right? Five, I think, is what the number I remember yeah, I think hearing. It's be five. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was saying seven is almost a. Uh, uh, large random number but anyway uh yeah no five that's that's why that's why i that's why i corrected myself to five because then i remembered that um anyway uh what else was i gonna oh yeah so i was just gonna say this is why i think although it is fun and in cases like this i feel like it jumps out um but um uh in general to me the more fun thing about these pictures is looking at cultures and and um, you know the sort of world as a whole instead of individual trying to guess individual characters, especially if yeah because you know that a significant percentage of these, especially the peasant characters, are gonna be turn out turn out to be characters that they've invented for the show right so like we couldn't even have guess so why why uh, why trouble ourselves because but um, this is what they want us to do yeah right well yes but i'm not even sure that that's what i, I hang a second I, I i didn't check the uh the wide angle let's go to wide angle go adriel where is she okay here we go um oh wait we get something over here is that a sword at our on our hip right hip over there right hip well she's holding the dagger in her left hand is Galadriel left-handed is that a sword on her right hip and she's holding her dagger in her right, in left hand? Is she is Galadriel left handed? Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. I think I think that's something over there. It definitely like a, has a form like a of something. Or maybe yeah, that's like, the the holster the sca- for the dagger and she can grab it with her left hand. 
possibly Across her could body. be could be an empty scabbard. I don't know what this vertical thing is here. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. That reminds me. Do you think they're appealing to any kind of symbolism in having her left hand only visible and her right hand not visible at all? Hang on. Hang on. Um, of the ones we've seen, we got a left-handed spiky gauntlet, presumably late Sauron. I'm just looking at the one-handed ones right yeah. now. We got a right-handed rich Numenorian dude, rich and powerful Numenorian dude. Left we got fisherman. left-handed left sailor. Um, that's it. Well, we got a right-handed horse head dude, which we did out of order. Um, yeah. Right. Right, right. So she's the only everybody yet. glancing ahead and cheating. Yeah, right hand, right hand, right hand, left oh, hand. Left. This this is a left hand. The dude with the model. The dude, yeah, whatever that is. Um, That's it. We'll get to him. Um, so Galadriel is very unusual in it's just Galadriel and Sauron. Or is that? Yeah, that's that's his left hand. On the the gauntlet. No. No, that's his right hand. It's his right hand facing down. Yeah, that's right. Where's the thumb on this gauntlet? Now I gotta go look at it again. I think it's his left hand. Uh, no. Yeah, there's his. Is this this the thumb claw up here on the top? Oh, it's tough to tell. Oh, maybe. Is that the thumb coin? Which case? In which case it would be the left hand? Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> Okay, thumb call at the top, we're thinking. Okay, all right. So probably left-handed. Okay, so that would make Galadriel and Sauron our left-hand buddies. So is the sailor. So is the sailor. we got the sailor with the left hand. Though his left hand isn't holding a weapon. And then we've got that dude. Well, we'll get back to that dude. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, so, yep. Uh, so, all right, we did Galadriel... Now, Acorn Dude. Acorns. Acorn Dude. All right. Acorn Dude. Scale again. Um, Hobbit again. Mm-hmm. Female. I, female again. Yes. Um... More burlap, rough tunic, more dirt, 
more non-bathing dirt. Um, Gathered skirts. I, I think those could be gathering bags attached to her skirt so the acorns mm -hmm. go in them, similar to the Blackberry Lady. Yep, it is possible. That round metal thing that seems to be bound to the front, is that a tool? Is that a... Um, is that a... It looks like there might be a handle, like, between the two S's, the S of the Rings of Power and the S of Ceres. Is that a mm -hmm. metal handle that sticks down? So yeah. it's a metal, And it's tied around with this woven... Or a uh, point of... Some, maybe that's what he uses to cut off the tops of the acorns. Right. So you've got a scoop at the bottom and a point at the top. Um, I, I don't think it's a decorative button. I think that's a tool hanging but from her waist there. But that red thing, a... look at the red strap that's hanging down. That could be decorative. Yes, These definitely. red, like, discs thing? And there's a little more red underneath the smile of Prime Video. Yeah, down right. over here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that one almost looks like something that's on the fabric. Like, not embroidery, but, you know, like actually attached to the fabric. Um, yeah, yeah. It could be a wide spoon, Phil, something like that. That could mm -hmm. be a spoon. Um, or a there's strainer. Holes in the, yeah, there's yeah, holes I, in the center of it. So I've... There is holes in the center of it. Yeah, so there's I'm not five sure that holes for... punched into the center of the bowl part of the spoon. Right. Yeah. Five and like a like like dice pips. Right. Like five. Dice, yeah. Yeah. Right there. Right above the word Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely spoon shaped. I, yeah. The more I zoom in on these acorns, the faker they look. Yes. They're, they look real fake. Like the, the especially the one in the back, like you can see the paint line and hmm. and the, and they're so shiny. <laughs> um, hmm. It's odd. It's odd because look the what texture, the yeah, the texture on the acorn caps doesn't looks plastic. Yeah, it looks plastic. Yeah, um, that's weird. Especially when the detail's so good on the other stuff, like yes, just... exactly, and, yeah. and I mean, like that level of detail would work perfectly fine for a, a, a an on-screen prop that you didn't see that closely, right? I mean, they look plenty like acorns. Us, yeah, but you're asking us to scrutinize this. You're giving and... us high-resolution zoom Im zoom imable zoom inable images. That is a hard phrase to say. Um, <laughs> uh, in which these acorns are front and center the primary object, right? Mm. Huh. I'm gonna look at the wider one, see if there's anything else. Yeah. No. Not really. You just see the, it looks a little bit more obvious on her left hip, the open bag there. Mm -hmm. And probably mm -hmm. one, on, one on each side, as you say, collecting bags that are... Mm -hmm. That are tied in yet very well worn tunic, not even stitched up where it's got holes. She's got an under tunic under it, it looks like. You can see through the hole on the one right above her right wrist. Mm -hmm. It looks like you can see a, a whiter fabric underneath there. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I at, don't. At the very top, she's got two little ties coming down too. That I don't know if it's from a hat or some other decoration, but it's like green, different yep. than the shirt. Yeah. yeah, and you can't see those on the Instagram picture at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this one's quite nondescript. Mm-hmm. Just another um, peasant, um, peasant working class picture, though. And we assume small because the acorns are huge. Why acorns? Mm. Yeah, who eats those? <laughs> Nobody. That's the thing. Acorns are like not even really well i guess they're edible but you can't make them taste good like they're mm. they're like incredibly bitter i mean they're 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 like a barely a food source um uh it is possible of course that these are the seeds of something else that these could be like mm. malorn seeds as uh uh, Chad was just pointing out. I mean, they don't have to be oak acorns, and maybe that's why they look fake because they they would be fake something if they else. were oak acorns, right? But if they're mm-hmm. designed to be something else, which mm-hmm. has a different texture, um, yes, someone cradling acorns in their hands does not say to me, "I'm gathering dinner." Right. It says to me, "Treasured I'm, object." Right. I'm planting trees, right? Like I'm, 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 and especially if those are, if those are Malorns, I wonder. Mm -hmm. That's a nice spin. So her, her bags are full of acorns that she's planting rather than gathering. Right. This is, uh, this is, Mm -hmm. um, female hobbit Johnny Appleseed, right? With her Mm -hmm. Malorn. Mm -hmm tree plantings or something like that. Um, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the descriptive text doesn't really give us anything. It just says someone's small hands. So they specifically note that they're small hands, which could be Hobbit, but it could just be. Well, I mean, um, I think that acorns and the blackberries have in common, as you say, like the scale thing, right? If there's no point in putting blackberries and making it look like two blackberries are a big handful for a person unless you're trying to convey scale, right? An acorn mm-hmm. seed. Now, these could be much larger seeds and not actually related to oak at all. Um, but, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, even, but even in such case, I think that we're getting, but I said, I think that so. I'm definitely seeing now if we go back to Instagram and back to the array here between acorn, between acorn girl and blueberry girl, blackberry girl rather. And well, those two in particular, Mm -hmm. um, we don't know about unidentified farming implement dude. Right. Right. Uh, his scale. That's because we can't really tell the scale of the implement. Right. Um, but we're definitely getting an agrarian. It's interesting. So we have the two two seeds being cradled in hands. 
right? Mm-hmm. The acorns and the berries. Um, both also being collected in, in burlap collection bags, mm-hmm. right? Um, one almost certainly as a food source, right? Um, the other probably not as a food source. And again, notice the difference in the gesture as well, right? You've got the one-handed, I got a fistful of blackberries that I'm about to put into, and with my other hand, I'm holding on to the the sack that I'm going to be putting the blackberries into, right? Whereas the acorn person is doing the lotus flower hold, right? Yep. Or, or something very like it, that kind of like gesture reverence. of reverence and peace, mm-hmm. right? Which is another thing that, I, another reason, Chad, why I like your Malorn theory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it suggests a very different relation. Again, that's it's just another thing that suggests a different relationship with those seeds and therefore perhaps tells us something about that culture. Um, sorry, I'm looking at the shawl lady and her beaded bracelet as well. We don't see anything with the seeds or anything agrarian exactly there. Um, But certainly the fabrics, I'm just going back to that for a second. The fabrics look very much in keeping with the fabrics that we see with the others. I'm beginning more and more to think that Shawl Lady is definitely lives in the same village as Acorn Girl and Blackberry Girl there. Yeah. Okay. I see them quite different, but I see what yeah. you mean with the textiles. They are the same. The textiles. Shaw Lady. Shaw Lady, I see as a traveler or of some type. Possibly. But, but yeah, the two with the acorn and berries, they've got the same green, the same weave, the same worn. So yeah, maybe she's the village elder and the two are farmhands. Right. They could be, I mean, as uh, uh, Autoflagellator was just saying, they could be. Um, uh, some kind of like nomadic hunter gatherer. I mean, they they could mm-hmm. be nomadic as you were thinking about for the shawl lady, um, and that's why we're getting all this gathering and, um, you know, why acorn, uh, why acorns here has um, burlap sacks like tied into her garments. Right? She's like mm-hmm. seems to go about with collecting bags. Right. Um, as you might do if you were a nomadic hunter gatherer. Right. Um, mm-hmm. If we do have nomadic hunter gatherer hobbits, then Mr. F- Mr. Agricultural laborer over there is probably not one. Right. Because you're not an agriculture. You're not into agriculture if you're a nomadic hunter gatherer. But uh, yeah. by definition, um, field. Yeah. James, I see no reason to think hobbits would have to be nomads based on what we know about them. Look, we know nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing about hobbits in the Second Age. Nothing. We know what hobbits are going to be 2,000 years later. Okay, at least maybe 3,000 years later. We know nothing about hobbits in the Second Age, and there is almost nothing that they could do with hobbits in the Second Age that couldn't be made to fit a timeline that gets us to the Shire in 3,500 years, right? So, um, like, the, 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 there's nothing, nothing that we know about Second Age hobbits. Um, 
We know they didn't live in the Shire. Not even true. They could have lived in the Shire. We know that like the Shire is not going to be established as the Shire until then, right? Um, so we know the Shire itself is not. A, they don't, we know that they don't live in a land that they call the Shire, right? But who knows? Like three thousand years, right? There could have been a settlement of hobbits who lived there and wandered off and then moved back in three thousand years later and called it the Shire. Like there's, I, there's almost nothing that we know about that. Um, so it's, it's just, just, just incredible rich fodder for Amazon. They're just exactly. going to run with whatever it's great. they want. It's great. Yeah. Just keep in mind, just keep in mind, like there are some things like, um, 3000 years, there can be some pretty significant cultural shifts in 3000 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So I just, just try to try to remember how little we know. Um, uh, about uh, about this. Yeah, we do know they're going to end up near Mirkwood a couple millennia from now. Yes, yes, we know that. But they could go that. They could they could get to the Gladden River. You know, Smeagol's grandma, Smeagol's grandma's ancestors could have gotten to the Gladden Fields by way of the Sea of Rune. For all we know, like we just have no idea. Um, right. Fing in 120 is imagining warmongering, cannibalistic hobbits. Hey, you know, like you could make it work. It'd be, I'd be a little, I, I wouldn't do it myself. Uh, I'm not sure that's the richest option, but I can, I mean, 3000 years is a long, long time. Anything can happen. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, well, I just, um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Okay. All right. Um, the the hint the the language connection, James. The language connection between the linguistic connection between hobbits, uh, Holbitlan, and the uh, Rohirrim, comes from the time. That's recent history. That's from like a thousand years ago. Basically, in the earlier Third Age, when the hobbits lived in the northern Anduin, like it's Gollum's ancestors, right? The hobbits living in the northern Anduin near where the Eothiod lived, right? Um, the legends of hobbits, uh, of the Holbitlan, uh, that are still told among the Rohirrim seem to have come from that time. But that time is 2,000 years after uh, the Amazon series. So, um, uh, 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 Dick Yavu, I don't know at all how the Hobbit storyline is going to tie in with the main story. Um, but I was saying yesterday, my primary guess is that we know that there is going to be, I have to imagine that Numenorean imperialism in Middle Earth is going to be a plot feature. Mm. Um, and Therefore, if you are going to have, if you are going to show the Numenorians um, conquering portions of Middle Earth, even if you you maybe you show, maybe and here I'm going back to our friend, the friendly looking sailor dude, right? Um, who seems like a nice guy from what we can see of his left arm and shoulder and his coil of rope, right? Um, if we're gonna, if we are gonna start with a guild of venturers, Aldarion and his good, well-intentioned guild of venturers visiting Middle Earth to be helpful and to help out, 
they could start off with the beginning story and have the Numenorians like sea gods returning to Middle Earth and helping the inhabitants and and uh, you know uh, giving them help useful technology and and teaching them how to grow crops and things like that and then returning later on generations later to first oppress uh, and take tribute and then to enslave and then ultimately to participate in human sacrifice. Um, it is very possible that we're going to see that. I think it very likely indeed that we're going to see that kind of progression between the interaction between Numenor and Middle Earth. And if you're going to show that, if you're going to show that you need a, you need Middle Earth residents to have that relationship with the Numenorians, right? That's my best guess as to the role of the Hobbit culture. Um, I wouldn't think that it would be, um, that the point would be, um, I don't think that the point would be that um, uh, the Hobbits are like living near Eregion and like, you know, Celebrimbor has them working farms on his estate or something. I, I, I don't, I don't see how the Hobbit quest line would be connected with the elf, with the Hobbit quest line. The Hobbit storyline would be related to the elf storyline exactly. That, but the Numenorean one, the whole Middle Earth imperialism thing, that I think um, would be um, uh, would be very useful. And you're right, Drowsnake. It would be a great way for them to show the corruption of the Numenorians because everybody loves Hobbits. Yeah, if the Numenorians. Um, come in and help out the hobbits, then they're obviously good guys. When they start oppressing the hobbits or even enslaving hobbits, then they're obvious that's very wicked indeed, right? So yeah, I agree. It would be a good way to kind of trigger um, the audience uh, in that way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, JJ, that's on my list. My list of things that I really kind of hope to see, but don't really necessarily expect, but would be an Easter egg that would make me very happy, is if the Hobbits uh, send a few archers to the Battle of the Last Alliance. Uh, yes, yes. Foreshadowing the uh, battle at Fornost that they claim to send a few archers to. Uh, totally. That's absolutely one of the things oh. that's on my list that I expect. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, a good question. Josh the Left is saying, if you're doing human sacrifices, do hobbits only count as half? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not an expert on human sacrifice. Um, do you have to sacrifice twice as many hobbits, or uh, does their cuteness make them a more potent sacrifice to Melkor? I don't know. Um, but um, uh, that's... Things Amazon probably hasn't considered. Probably not. And uh, Josh, I'm delighted to say that that question has never once in my entire life crossed my mind. Um, and I can't pretend that I have found my life very enriched by by having asked it. Uh, but anyway, all right, let's 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 get back to our image. Okay, so now we're back. We're down to the one that we skipped to before, uh, which we'll be brief about. Um, horse dude, horse sword dude. Uh, I was right. I was right. Um, I said that we do have a culture in the Second Age that we know is very horse-oriented and famous for their cavalry 
and it's the Numenorians. And look at the sword. Look at the swords. Okay. The blade of the sword, you've got a horse, a horse's head at the top, but look, look how it goes on. It becomes a sea creature. It's a horse-headed thing that becomes a sea serpent as it goes. This is a seahorse sword. So we've got the aquatic thing and we've got the horse thing. Totally Numenorian. Mm-hmm. Totally Numenorian. Uh, Numenorian all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not notice the aquatic imagery at all. And then you can see, yeah, the swirls. You got the the what looks like sea imagery there, and the fish scale armor. Yes, yes. Yeah, like the descriptive text even says scale mail, doesn't it? Yeah, reddish scale mail. Yeah. Yeah, very yep. specific. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the chain across the chest, it looks a bit like snaffle bits on a horse's bridle too. So there's mm-hmm. that carried through. Yeah, Same this is this is going to be a, this is going to be like a, probably a, a you know a cavalry mm-hmm. uh, officer. I'm looking at the chain around his wrist there, um, similar actually to the chain on the baldric or whatever the band that mm-hmm. comes down. Um, and I agree the belt does look like the sunburst design. It's, um, if we look at that, the round knob at the middle and then the fine detail circle around that, and then you can see the four spikes there. So let me look at that really carefully and then. Yeah, it looks like the same as the Renaissance painting merchant guy you were talking about. That's just what I was going to go back and look at. It's the same belt. It looks like okay. It's not exactly the same sunburst on his on 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 uh, Numenorian rich dude's belt, but I'm looking at the other one. Hang on, let me go back to the Twitter image of him because we could see more of his uh, upper decorations here. Hang on, back up, back up to blue rich guy. Where did he go? There are so many of these. There he is. Okay. I know. All right. Phew. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Up there. Yeah. Okay. So we get the four points in these two sigils. They're not exactly the same because they don't have the round boss in the middle and the spike doesn't extend out. It's not identical, but it certainly is of the same ilk connected. And then the belt part almost is identical, not the round bit, but the actual. Oh, the actual belt the itself. All right. Hang on. I was just yeah. looking at the boss. Okay. So here we've got the. Oh, doesn't that look like the spine of some armored creature almost his belt that's really mm. interesting yeah okay right, hang on so let's now let's go back down to the horse guy where's our cavalry dude here he is okay yes you're right that belt is almost identical yeah the uh the armored spine belt there yes yes um yep yep um yeah, so Numenorian cavalry officer, um, clearly. I mean, mm. obvious as the day is long. Um, and now we don't know who, no way of guessing who, really, um, especially since given what we were discussing about how I, my suspicion is that we are going to begin with, we're not going to just come into corrupt Numenor at the end. It's possible. It's possible that Numenor is a bad guy from day one, but I, I, I will be very surprised and disappointed if they do that. Um, 
because in order to get the fall of Numenor, you can't start at the end. Like you've got to see what they're falling from, right? We need right. good Numenor first in order to have it be a tragedy, in order for it to hit us. Otherwise, it's just going to be hooray! Numenor is gone. Good riddance. It's going to be we're going to be dancing around like the winged monkeys at the end of the Wizard of Oz if 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 they just come in and they're already enslaving hobbits, right? So. Um, uh, so we have to have good Numenor at the beginning if it's going to seem like a tragedy. Um, and therefore, they're going to have to, as we were discussing yesterday, they're going to have to compress the Numenorian timeline to fit that into five seasons somehow. And so therefore, um, this, like the people, the Numenorian characters on these on these images could be literally anybody from Elros to Arpharazon. I mean... Um, and Elendil, I mean, it's like the entire gamut. Um, probably not Elros himself. Again, Eld Eldarion is the one that I would expect. That's the era I would expect them to begin. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, is there danger of confusing, viewer confusing viewers with the Rohirrim Drow Snake? No, I don't think. It's, again, it's, it's designed, it's building on those expectations explicitly. Um, yeah, I think that's really purposeful. Like, yeah, there's definitely that risk, but they see that as a positive thing. It's like, a positive oh, look, thing. You, you recognize this. Come on in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that we'll see... Um, like, the cool thing is to see, like, these are the guys of whom, like, you know, the Rohirrim will retroactively remind us of them, right? And that's a really yeah. cool, cool thing to be able to to, to build. Um, uh, yes, Chad, I agree with you completely uh, that um, Chad says, I bet they'll compress it so that A, it covers uh, that much time and B, seems to have only been over the course of 100 years or so. Yeah, I mean, it's going to, again, because if you don't, if you really try to depict 2,000 years worth of Numenorean development, you have to imagine these elves twiddling their thumbs like meanwhile Celebrimbor still forging yep no I'm just doing my thing over here been doing it for the last 1500 years don't worry about me like it's hard 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 to balance that so yeah there's going to be there's got to be it almost has to be compression or at least Chad as you say the appearance of compression at the very least yeah um, I mean when you're covering this much ground and you're talking about this many characters if they want us to care the activities and the events and the history are going to be fascinating, but the caring, the emotional is with the character. Right. So if we don't have that, so yeah, I think they're going to have to compress just so we're not following 37 different lineages across multiple generations. Right. We're following the same exactly. 20 to 30 characters we know and care about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's got to, it's got to be, mm -hmm. um, it's got to, they have to do that. I mean, you can't, you just can't have, you can have a cast of thousands uh, so long as 900 and, and, you know, 80 of them are extras, right? You mm -hmm. know, you cannot get the viewers to remember and be invested in all of these characters. Again, this is why, one reason why so many people don't finish the Silmarillion. But um, let me go down to Horse Guy on Instagram, just make sure there wasn't anything interesting on the side. No, oh yeah, we get a little bit more of his chain which looks like it goes all the way up his arms on his right-hand side. We've got the right hand, um, uh, not the left, like Galadriel, but... The chain, this. at least on the wrist, I assume it's the same as the one across his body, is really detailed. Like, when you super it zoom is. in on it, yeah. I almost wonder if it's like a nobility or a rank kind of a nah, emblem. I wonder. 
and that's why he has that because it's not it doesn't look actually like a baldric like it looks worked into the armor right um mm-hmm. so again more like a uh a rank notation mm-hmm. rather than uh you know he just happens to be wearing like a horn on a baldric and it's it's draped you know draped across his chest um yeah yeah um yeah, exactly. <clears throat> oh, Emily, we haven't gotten a gold, gold dust guy yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm doing. I'm, we're doing Twitter order. So we're we're okay. All right, broken sword dude. Okay, broken sword dude. <clears throat> broken sword dude. Broken sword dude with a dirty hand. I love these technical names. Yeah, yeah. No, these are very. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hope my jargon isn't too off-putting to people. Um, the sword is old and jagged, and the hilt is ornate. They are clad in a robe of fur and animal skin. So that this is our first fur and animal skin we've seen, isn't it? That's quite different. It is quite different. Mm-hmm. It is quite different. Um, God, look at that sword hilt. That's amazing. And look at that rune. Yeah. I have to compare it to the Sauron sword. Me too. It's similar, but not the same. Yeah. This is a, this is an evil sword. Mm -hmm. This is an evil sword. I mean, I saw, I took one glance, like the very first time, I looked, I was like flipping through the tweets, you know, just like scanning them to see what they were. I, 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 I saw this said Elendil and moved on. Cause I, I'm like broken sword, right? Uh, okay. We, we've got a broken sword, dude. We have a broken sword, dude in the cast that's known. Right. Um, or maybe a Sildur wielding the hilt shards of Narsil. That was my very first thought too. Um, but then I was looking at this and I'm like, when I actually looked at it, I was like, no, this is sword. not Narsil. This is this. I mean, so this is an is evil. Like, this is a very evil sword. The blade is like obsidian black. Yes. It looks like there's a claw gripping around it. Yeah, yes. it's not friendly. This is an unfriendly. Look at the bottom. The pommel ends in spikes. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and it has it what looks is, like yeah. what looks like an orcish rune. Uh, like a like a black speech rune carved into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that looks like that looks like a looks like an orc sigil or something on the blade. Um, and it looks like it's been burned and charred. But if you look at the right side, look how shiny the edges are. Like it's been polished. I mean, that's a CG shine that they've put in there. Yeah, like that's a, yeah an, an extra effect afterwards to make it look sharp and shiny. But I agree, it doesn't even look like it's made of metal. It looks Mm-mm. obsidian. Obsidian. Um, yeah, something like that. Um, concerning which, no wonder it broke. Um, but uh, I mean, it's, obsidian is very obsidian sharp. Middle, but obsidian very, Middle Earth might be a little different. That's true. That's true. Um, I could be a future Nazgul. If so, uh, he is being pretty precocious. Um, that is to say, obviously, someone who is serving Sauron right away. Um, for the record, I hope they might do this with some. Like, so candidates for future Nazgul hood, right? 
um, uh, let me do a little profile of a future Nazgul. I hope that most of the future Nazgul are not servants of Sauron, right? These need to be great kings who are independent, maybe even priding themselves on their independence from Sauron, mm-hmm. and whom, who are ensnared by the Nine Rings and end up being compelled to serve him. Um, I don't see Sauron recruiting a whole bunch of allies among human nations and then distributing the Nine Rings among his buddies, right? That I, I, he might, that maybe a couple of them are like that, but if they're all like that, I'll be pretty, I'll be pretty disappointed. Um, I think that the, that there should be a kind of, uh, a kind of fall, right? Um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in, in, for, in each case for the Nazgul. So that's why I'm saying if this is a mortal dude yet unwraithified and not wearing a ring of power in this picture anyway, um, uh, if this is it, if this is a future Nazgul and he's already wielding, uh, a sort of evil, uh, even a broken sort of evil, then again, that's why I say he's precocious. He's getting ahead of himself. Uh, there. Mm. Um, I like uh, James' comment in the YouTube chat where he says the person wielding it might have just found it. Like, right. That's entirely possible. Could be an art, uh, a found artifact. Yeah. Yeah. What about the fur and animal skin? Hang on. Let me check the Instagram version, yeah. make sure we're not getting anything on the edges. Uh, we'll we can see his shoulders. Fur. Okay. Not too much, but okay. Um, okay. Could be a found artifact. It is old. It does, this does not look like a, like the, the edges of the broken edge of the blade there are dulled, mm-hmm. right? It, it, that's not, this is not a sword which just broke two minutes ago, right? Um, No way. What? Oh, see, I wasn't even allowing myself to think of that. What? No way. It can't. No. No. My God, you've got to fill me in. What? <laughs> it couldn't be Turin's sword. Oh, no. they, there's been a lot of chatter about that. No, they wouldn't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Oh, Corey. Okay, look, I say no because... Okay, no. Oh. Mm. Uh. Man of Pong, I hear you, evil broken box. But it's not that kind of evil sword. Like, I mean, yes, yes, it was a sketchy sword. Yes, it was made by Ale and the dark spirit of the uh, of the smith was in it. Yes, I know, but... Um, but... Mm, but... Hmm, okay... Why am I resistant to this? Why am I saying no? Why am I saying no? Look, I'm not saying that isn't awesome. 
I'm not saying that isn't awesome because it's awesome. It would. My first impulse is just that it's too much. Yeah, my only hesitation is that he's first stage, right? So like he's first stage. It's I mean now it's ancient. Why are we dipping into something else? You know. Right, like it's 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 a relic. Um, uh, I mean. But you'd have to go into the whole Turin story to make any sense of this. Like, if somebody has found the hilt shards of Gurthang, then like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, but then he has to have a reason to find it. People have to know what it is and they have to explain what it is. And then what do we do with it and why? Um, ah. Yeah, John Meek says, quick, see if anyone was cast as a talking sword. That's a good question. Yeah, exactly. Listen carefully. Does it sound like Gorthang? Um, uh, yeah. I do agree. If it is... I said it looked like obsidian, but I say it looks like obsidian because of its blackness, primarily. Um, if it were Gurthang, Gurthang's, the blackness of Gurthang's blade would be like unto the blackness of this blade. I totally grant that. Totally grant that. I don't know what that rune is. Phil, okay, so, um, uh, um, all right, all right, um, No, 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 it can't be. It can't be. It'll be really awesome if it is, but it can't be. They can't be working in the Turin story to that extent, can they? They can do whatever they want, but I'd be surprised. They have so much to work with. Why would you? Why would you? Why? Why? But then again... If you're going to do this, why do you give as the first ever teaser image of the show a shot, including the two trees? Yeah. You know, like, um, would the Tolkien estate give them rights to the Turin material? I hold nothing impossible. Look, Mm -hmm. again, that, that image with the two trees, that was... That was a flex, if I've ever seen one. They were flexing in that image. Um, If you did not look at that image of Tyrion with the two trees in the background that they released as the poster image to tell you what was coming in the series and did not emerge from that saying, apparently they have some Silmarillion rights. I don't know what you're thinking. Because, like... They could not have represented that on screen yeah. Yeah. if they did not have any rights to the Silmarillion. Um, so there was speculation before. My speculation is somewhere in the 98% range that they have Silmarillion rights. Not necessarily all of them and not necessarily the whole thing. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, um 
Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's to what extent is that? You know, what are they allowed to do with that? They Maybe they have carefully circumscribed first age rights. I don't know. Um, um, or maybe they're just referencing back to this stuff to really tap into some Easter eggs that get us excited and to illustrate that there's a wealth of this world that we're not going to access. Because all that's going to do is world build for them and make it amazing for when we watch it to go, wow, there's so much here, but we're going to laser focus in on this second age and these specific right. 30 people right. or whatever. But we'll be um, aware of so much. Maybe it's, maybe it's setting up the Children of Hurin spin-off series that's coming right. afterwards. Maybe, maybe they're it's negotiating something else for an extra hundred million right now that they're really laying some foundations because why the hell not? Maybe mm. it's setting up the I mean, I, I would not be at all surprised if there were other spin-off series like that. Mm. Um <clears throat> that would be that would be a reason to include Turin Sword if you were setting up something like that. But I, I just, I can't see, even if they had, they're forgetting the rights for a second, forgetting the rights for a second. They don't have the focus. Like, they don't have time. They don't have time to tell the Turin story. Like, this is what, when people were reacting to the two tree image, which, like, I get it. Like, that was mind-blowing. But, you know, when people are like, oh, does this mean we're going to get the darkening of Valinor? No, it doesn't mean we're going to get that. I mean, maybe in a flashback we might get a montage which includes some of the darkening of Valinor or something, but we're not going to get the whole first age. Yeah. We're, you know, it's going to be setting up this. It's going to be a second age story and five seasons is not too much to tell I me. Mean, think of what we were talking. We've already been discussing how much compression is going to have to happen to get the rise and fall, you know, the, 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 the fall of Numenor and the forging of the rings of power and the deception and the discovery and the war. And then afterwards, the war of the last alliance. We have two wars to do the war in Eriador first and Celebrimbor's corpse and everything else. And then after that, the battle of the last alliance, once Numenor has already fallen and we're going to have to send Sauron. So think of Sauron's jobs, right? Sauron has to a, um, he has to, A, attack or, or, or like, deceive Celebrimbor, right? And do the Rings of Power thing. Then he has to, B, invade Eriador and kill Celebrimbor and uh, lay siege to Rivendell and eventually get defeated with the help of the Numenorians coming in. Then he has to set himself up as Lord of Men, establish his human kingdom, which rivals the later Numenorians, and have his butt kicked by Arpharazon, who comes over and, uh, like, scares Sauron's entire army away down by Umbar. And then Sauron has to go back to Numenor and start his human sacrifice and, and corrupt Numenor and bring about the downfall of Numenor. Then he's got to get back to Middle-earth, set up with the Nazgul in Barad-dûr in time to get invaded by the Battle of the Last Alliance. Like, that is not, that is not too little for five seasons. That's a lot. That's a lot, right? So um, there's no time to tell, I don't care what their rights are. There's no time to tell first age stories. There's just not. Uh, there's absolutely no way. So, um, I right, John Paul. Hey, John Paul. Uh, John Paul says I just described all five plus seasons. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty yeah. much it, right? I mean we've got we've got lots. Um, so, um, so I, look, it's um, if this is. 
this can't be the sort of Turin, this can't be the hilts of Gurthang in an Easter egg. You don't put an Easter egg in the middle of one of these posters, okay? You don't. You don't. Like, I mean, like they could have, like, remember, um, the like the the little like pseudo museum wing of Rivendell in the Peter Jackson film where the shards of Narsil were kept right yeah. and the tapestries and everything were going like I could imagine there being a place maybe in Numenor right where you're like walking through the king's palace in Numenor and there's stuff on the walls right like look it's Arun Ruth the sword of uh, Thingol look over here is the 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 shards of of uh, you know like the the hilt shards of Gurthang right like. You know, there being like a Numenorean museum where Easter eggs are on display, which never get talked about in the plot, but like keen eyed Tolkien fans could spot them and identify them. Like if something like that happened, it would be awesome. And I could totally see that. But you don't put those in the middle of your movie poster. Like you don't like that's not. So this thing is the absolute centerpiece. This sword is the centerpiece of this image. And therefore has to have some at least symbolic significance and be connected to this dude in the hide and fur somehow, um, who also doesn't look like he bathes very frequently. Um, uh, he's one of our unwashed uh, uh, clan here. But um, uh, OK, so. That means there's got to be story attached to it. And I just can't see them attaching story. I mean, look, again, I love it. I love the idea. If it's Gorthang, I'm here for it. I really am. Like, I don't want anyone to think I don't like it. But the reason I think it's unlikely is as compelling and awesome an idea as that is, is like, how? Where can they go? What story can they tell? I just don't... Um, I don't think, yeah. And if they are, and that rune it, can't be original. That rune yeah. can't be original. Like Aeol never carved that rune. I don't believe. If they it. are going to do it, this is an excellent way to plant the seed. But right. I agree with everything you said. That it would be absolute madness. But hey, madness. Madness <laughs> is just what it would be. It would be madness. Mm -hmm. And also, like, hell for a scriptwriter. I'm like, you tell me you want to throw that in there. I'll be like, right. Yeah. Ow. Right. Yeah. Pull the other one. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Well, I, could see it a, I could see it in a tiny flashback where they just allude to this depth of history that we get a moment to really sit with, which is awesome in world building. But they wouldn't put that on a poster. They wouldn't put it on a poster. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, Easter egg, yes. Poster, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. Well, except one last question. Oh, no, I don't mean from the posters. I mean oh, like yeah, from, from Gurthang, from, from Turin, the, yeah. Yeah, from um, Turin. If, if it's not Gurthang, what is it? Who is mm. this? What's going on here? And it's, who's holding it? And did he find it? Because he looks like... A complete vagabond, right? Right. He does not look like a. I mean, it's a nice coat. And this is a sheepskin coat. I think yeah. this is a sheepskin coat. Sheepskin on the outside with wool on the inside. Sure. I I'm don't thinking. I think this is a sheepskin coat. I might be wrong, but I think it's a sheepskin coat. Um. Uh. I mean, it could be a, a different animal skin, I suppose. But it's like one of those coats with, like, it's a warm coat 
with the with the for something like that. Yeah. Ah, Emily says maybe it's a farming implement. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, it it looks like a sheepskin coat. So I mean, this guy looks like a herder of some kind. Like it. Uh, it doesn't even look like a. Um, um, uh, it doesn't even look like a. Uh, um, uh, yeah, it doesn't even look like a. Any kind of like armor or anything you know, like any kind of of uh, protective. It just looks like a very warm, just a functional coat. Go- yeah. And there's nothing else we can see of him. Like no other garment, no nothing under it. I mean, we just see his skin underneath the mm-hmm. coat, from what I can see. Um, so we have no idea what he's wearing under the coat, unless maybe just to the top right of the blade, that's a little bit of collar of some kind of tunic under it. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, but but we get nothing to work with here. Um, he looks. Yeah, he looks rough. He looks like he doesn't bathe, but here's this sword, um, which matches nothing that he has. I'm totally willing to believe that this is a thing that he found. Yeah. But what would it be? Um, and it certainly looks like a cold climate. I mean, I'm, I'm getting like Superman illusions here. Is it in the right. ice? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fresh from the Cavern of Solitude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... I... I'm being I'm having difficulty because of the time frame thing again is this a, is this a season four guy or is this a season one guy is one of my questions right because if it's an evil sword again in the non Gurthang category is if this were a sword of Sauron's for instance when did Sauron's sword get broken and lost? Mm. Like, in what engagement did that happen? And why is it relevant that someone's like, I have it. Here it is. Right. Um, what, from the first age? And if so, oh. I, I don't know. Like, I just, um, I don't, um, I'm not getting it there um yeah um i think it very likely yeah no i think it very likely um you had said this before kendall that it um you know they could just be making a thing that's made up for the show and doesn't have any connection to any lore that we know one always has to keep that in mind, right? I mean, all we can, since we have don't know what they're going to do and have no way of knowing it, all we can do is try to judge by what we do know and see if it fits with anything. Um, I would, I could very easily believe that this was an old sword of Sauron's. Um, it looks evil. It's got a black, it look what looks like a black speech rune. Um, uh yeah. But I can't think of when uh, Sauron was meant to have lost his sword. Um, yeah, don't know. Ha, huh. okay. But we should move on. Or uh, we're going to. Sorry. Don't. Oh, yeah, no worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. Um, how, how many do we have left? 
we're, I feel I feel like I'm we're doing much worse than oh my Evan, goodness. I think. Yeah, we're so we're way many. Oh, so <laughs> many. Okay. Time for you efficiency. Know why. It's because I was in charge of the pictures yesterday. That's why. You're right. You're right. You were you were driving. You were driving. Um Okay. Um, all right. All right. Um, but is anybody complaining? Nope. <laughs> no, I know. But I, I have to go soon because I'm going to, or my family will not eat tonight. Hey, I'm, the, I'm, I, I'm the cook in my household and it's almost dinner time. So, um, okay. All right. It's already well past my bedtime. So, hey, yeah, it we'll is. go until we need to. We might have we to do, do part three. three. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so we got the, the sickle. Oh, no. Oh, sickle. No, wait, hang on. Uh, no, because I'm doing I'm doing Twitter or no, I skipped. Sk look at me skipping down. I went to arrow, dude, but you're right. It's sickle, dude. OK, sickle, dude. That's very interesting. Mm. Wow. OK, hand and implement. Look like peasant. Right. Looks like dirt on the hand and arm. Worn wooden handle of sickle, maybe bronze blade of sickle, mm. and and not in excellent condition. This is a sickle that's been used, right? But then we get golden belt. Yeah, look at that sickle. It's like that doesn't even look like a recognizable metal. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a slice of bone almost, but. Yeah, and then a very formal, printed, symbolic belt. Yes, yes. Um, and a rich blue. We haven't had much of that. The merchant with another color it. inside. Look at that. See how there's like that orange? It's like mm -hmm. blue on the outside and orange on the inside. It's a it's a it's a quilted like double sided. Oh wait, what um, are you looking at? Uh, so uh, the right hand side where you can see the blue edge, the right hand blue edge, and then inside the blue edge of the, it looks like there's like, it's, you can see the opening and it's oh, like I orange was, on the inside. I think that's the leather strap coming down from the belt. Is it? Oh, maybe it is a leather strap hanging in front. It's possible. Yeah, but either way, I mean. It, okay. Ah, right. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Right. It could be, um, um, Yeah, the fabric is way too nice, mm. much nicer than the fabric of the peasants we were seeing. Um, uh, and the the belt, I mean, obviously, it does look like a, a female. Yeah, looks quite threatening. The stance, doesn't it? Does. Um, I mean, we're getting a side on view, whereas most of the others are full on facing us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be whoever is standing off mm -hmm. to the side here. Um, uh, a bloodletting knife from the uh, human sacrifice stage, Christopher. That's an interesting suggestion. I feel like the sickle is not fancy enough for that. It doesn't look mm. like a ritual implement. With the like, look at the the, you know, the cracked wood of the handle, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't look like a ritual implement to me. Not to mention the fact that these kind of, like, the outer robe, like the the brown robe where you can see all the seams there, mm -hmm. does not look 
like a ceremonial ritual robe either. Like this does no, not look like evil priestess on her way to the temple. I'm not no, getting that from her. Zoom in on the seams too. They're terrible. Like really wide stitching. Like this looks like a yeah the seams powder yeah. coat. Agreed. Yeah. The like the entire left half, like sickle, <laughs> arm, hand, and coat, look like peasant, and mm -hmm. then um, the inner dress robe mm -hmm. and belt look like um uh you know upper class hang on a Ceremonial. second i'm looking at the design so look at the like the two we got it alternating design right we've got the um the wavy bulgy thing design and then we, sorry, again, technical vocabulary. I always slip into that accidentally. And then we've got the um, bulbous. Um, I call them the flower thing and the candy thing. The flower thing and the candy thing. Let's go with that. I'm looking at the Looks flower thing. And I'm looking at the flower thing. Now, I want to just do a quick thing. Hang on a second. Okay. Okay, I'm looking at the flower thing carefully. Now I'm remembering the flower thing. Oh wait, no, this isn't the one I wanted to do through Instagram, where it's easier to find and there's less scrolling. Um, uh, and I want to look at the pictographs. Okay, no, not exactly. It's this uh, raid sun thing that it was kind of reminding me of a little bit, the flower, but no, no. I was hoping for a kind of connection between those symbols on her belt and the pictographs on this scroll or map mm -hmm. but i'm not no. seeing it no um oh well oh well i was hoping it didn't work okay here we can't even see her but now that's interesting right had i just looked at the instagram image which is almost all sickle and no belt yeah. at all i would have said peasant with a blue ro you know skirt in pretty good shape interesting right? so that's the bit that they cut so the important part for them is the sickle not the belt, no. but the belt's pretty important. The belt's revealing. Yeah. I, I mean, and and by far the most, the oddest, um, uh, the oddest thing. Um, and what's the pouch? If you go back to the Twitter image and zoom in, at the end of the belt, there's a pouch, isn't there? On the very no, end we of don't, the Twitter. We, you don't get it in, in the Instagram image. No, it's on the Twitter one. Oh, on the Twitter one. About over here on the right hand side. Yeah, on the right hand side. I don't think it's a. I think it's a. I think it's a gap. I, I think that's like background. Oh, okay. And I think we can see what we can see is like a maybe. Maybe it's a pouch. <laughs> well, I don't know. Didn't know. Possible. It, I, mean, I thought I'm it was. Thinking, I thought we were seeing past her there. I'm thinking more and more that this this blue element is like ceremonial. She looks like she's about to commit a ritual sacrifice. Oh, that's a know. really that's a really funny idea. I I like Bubun's theory. Bubun's theory is he's like, okay, it's Isildur in disguise about Ooh. to take the fruit from the tree. Truth. I don't know. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. Okay. Uh, Blackburn says he he does think he think that's background. The thing on the right there. Um, uh, I mean, it does suggest disguise. This is a very rough coat. It's a, it's a rough coat. It's a leather oh. coat, 
right? The coat is made out of out of leather, not weave. It's very put together, roughly stitched together. So, um, you know, the whole like pay no attention to me, I'm just a gardener kind of vibe, right? You know, you could kind of see. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Plausible denial. No one has, Amazon has confirmed the identities of none of these people. None. Don't let anybody tell you that this is confirmed. And they may have, there may be people who are in the leak business whose leaks have confirmed to them that one thing is one or the other, but I we never fully that. trust leak people and that's not my bag. Um, no. I'm an analysis person and I actively, um, I'm full of skepticism about leaks and I'm not actually interested in leaks at all. Um, uh, leaks are not fun. <clears throat> leaks are not fun. Leaks are peeking at the back of the book, um, uh, which is no fun at all. Um, <clears throat> anyway, okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I definitely am with you on the disguise aspect of it. But I still, I, I'm still getting... I, I I still think it's a woman's hand. Mm, I do too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Christopher, you're right. Leeks are great for cooking. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I am going to be, in fact, cooking potato leek soup this weekend. But um, uh, no. Yeah, I agree. That That is a use for leeks. Um, it could be an assassin. I, you know, I, it's not subtle. Right, like I've got a big old sickle and I'm not afraid to use it. Uh, it doesn't really say assassin to me, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can see disguise. I definitely can with the difference between the coat and the and the robe. I can see disguise, but um, um, theory. What we're getting here, maybe not a member of the faithful, right? Like we're getting a glimpse at the latter days of Numenor, um, member of the faithful on the run. Um, I can imagine there being a whole thing about Elendo leaving, right? Um, the Akalabeth is a very brief summary, right? It's a very, very shortened story. Um, one of the things that I would really look forward to expanding is the drama of Amandil and Elendil getting the faithful together and getting out in their boats, right? I mean, oh. they're they're breaking all kinds of rules and laws doing this. I mean, like there being a, I mean, there would have to almost be like an underground railroad for faithful to get to, uh, you know, to to um, to get to Romina uh, on the coast and and be able to get on the ships. Um, so. Um, so yeah, disguised member of the faithful, James. Yeah, that's it. That's that. That's what. That's what. That's what I'm going with. I like that the Isildur taking the fruit theory is fun, but I don't think that's a. I don't think it's a man's hand. But but I got it's maybe it's a double disguise, right? He's like, I'm dressed as a woman, dressed as a gardener, so that uh, you know if you find. If you if you penetrate my disguise, I'm still disguised, so you don't know who I am. Um, I don't know, but um, anyway, okay, all right. Let's do maybe 
Okay, hang on. How many more do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six. Good grief. <laughs> we still have six. Oh, no. We're doing the... <laughs> I'm doing that thing again. I'm doing that thing. What's the... I'm blanking on that. What's the, the Greek name? When you go... Um, when you go halfway, and then you go halfway, and then you go halfway again, um, what's the... Um, what's the... Who's... Thing oh, no. was that there's a Greek name attached to that. I can't come up with it, right? Like if you go, if you go first, you go halfway, and then you go halfway of the rest of the Zeno's paradox. Thank you, Neil. I knew it was there. I know. I'm like that's, that's a Greek name, Zeno's paradox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like we're, we're we're doing the Zeno's approach uh, to the character posters. We did the first half the first day, and then we did half the second half the second day. We'll probably just, do half of the last quarter the next time. We just yeah. enjoy the company so much, Corey. It's just tough. Exactly. Exactly. But we've only done. We've done six tonight. We still have six to go. <laughs> one more. One more. One more. One more. Because I already zoomed in on this one. So, okay. This is Arrow Guy. Oh, this one's good. Arrow Guy. They're okay. all good. I looked at this one and gasped a little bit. Because obviously I'm like... fascinating. I'm a huge Green Knight fan. And I'm like, you can't ignore what we've got here imagery-wise. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So we've got the face, right? Face. And it's not centered, which works really well for the way it's peeking around the edge of the arrow. But if if he puts his hand down and we just see the front, it would bother me. Because, mm. like, you can see the center line of the shirt, right? You can see it. The center line is right there. And it doesn't seem to line up with his nose bothers me Ooh. but anyway um, instagram one you can't see the green man at all really really oh that's interesting you see the bottom of his Whoa. beard but you don't know it's a beard yeah, this, wow that seems an just odd hand choice. and arrow yeah that's a really odd choice Ooh, look at the belt buckle oh the belt look buckle's the, good the belt buckle and hang on we've seen that We've seen that belt buckle. That's the belt buckle on the very attendant first guy. Yes. yes. Orange sleeves. Same <laughs> belt buckle. Buttons. Yeah. Orange sleeves. This one's a little bit more detailed. This one has some design in it. Oh, this guy's this guy's Numenorian. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure because look at the look at the look at the those look almost like the seahorse design on the on his leather belt orange sleeves leather belt. Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm seeing now that I'm getting the seahorse design. I'm getting. Boy, these are. Hey, how many certified elves do we have? <laughs> I was willing to think that that one was elvish, maybe, but now I think he's Numenorian. Um. Uh. Um. Goadriel. I'm up to one elf so far. Of the ones we've looked at, Goadriel, I think, is the only one I think is definitely an elf of the ones we've seen. I'm not saying, you know, ruling out the possibility that they're elves, but almost all the rest of them, right? So going through the Instagram, scrolling through the Instagram panel from top to bottom, I'm going yeah. Sauron, probably human, but we don't know anything about that. We we don't get enough to be able to really tell culture about the Apple dude, mm -hmm. Numenorian soldier. Hmm. Numenorian noble slash servant, high servant, footman, 
counselor something, orange sleeves, Numenorian lord, blue and gold dude, uh, you know, Venetian magnate, um, mm-hmm. Numenorian woman with book, Numenorian queen in very fancy uh, shell gown, Numenorian sailor, mm-hmm. um, probable Middle Earth nomad, older woman, Middle Earth hobbit with map and disturbing chain around neck. Mm-hmm. Um, hobbit. Right. Hobbit with blackberries, hobbit with acorns, hobbit with, or maybe not hobbit with farming implement, but again, Middle Earth person could easily match, um, could easily be the spouse of Shawl Lady. Farming implement dude could be spouse of Shawl Lady. Um, Numenorian cavalry warrior with horse sword. Some Middle Earth dude probably with sheepskin coat and sword, which is probably not Turin's. And now this other guy. So yeah, and Galadriel. So like we've 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 gotten, and she's the only one out of order there. Yeah, she's the only elf so far. Wow. Okay, amazing. So um, the belt buckle would make him Numenorian. Also the arrow, uh, uh, that Numenorian. Um, Numenorean war bows were like crazy. Now, this does not really look like the arrow of a Numenorean war bow necessarily. Those were like steel. I mean, they were hardcore. Um, but um, yeah, Sarah, we're going to discuss our thoughts on why they did the drop this way. Um, that's going to be in our conclusion, which comes at the end of our discussion, which according to Zeno's paradox will never happen, but we're getting there. <laughs> We're totally getting there. Um, uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. With your, your steel comment, like everything about this guy is natural. You know, there's, there's leather, yes. leather cuffs on his arm. The arrow is wood with string and feather. The belt yeah. is leather. The bl- breastplate is wood carved. Yeah. It looks, it does look like a wooden breastplate, doesn't it? Mm, it really does. I don't know that I've ever seen a wooden breastplate Doesn't before. Doesn't practical to me? No, no. Especially not one with relief carvings? Relief. I suppose it could be ah, like a See cast. what I did there? You know, but could, anyway, it could be a it cast. It could be a poured molten metal, but that's not, I don't know, effective In a wooden grain. But I mean, it's got like the grain lines, right? I mean. It look like wood. Yeah, that'd be one hell of a cast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is not, uh, yeah, John Paul, we've seen Oaken Shield, right? This is Oaken Breastplate, apparently. I, um, and Oaken, I mean, well, there are some leaves that look a little Oaken. I guess not not many of them, but but yeah, the whole green man face going on there. Yeah. With the and mustache the green and man beard. Itself, like how he's framed with the cloak coming just over and the arrow in front of his face. It's like the green man himself is the one that's actually the character poking out from underneath that cloak. Right. Okay. So Christopher, Christoph, sorry, Christoph is wondering if this could be a Druidon. Possibly. I don't think so. Here's the reason I don't think so. First of all, really elaborate leather belt with metal clasp and everything. It's a little, it's not quite enough au natural for one of the Druidine for me. The other thing is the, um, the stature 
of the person. We can even in the Twitter picture, we can see around both sides of his waist, right? Mm -hmm. Which suggests this is a tall, studly guy with slim greyhound hips, right? Um, which it's is not enormous hand when you put it like that. You're right. Enormous hand and slim greyhound hips. Like this is not a dude. Probably broad shoulders and slim greyhound hips. This is not a. This is not. That's not how the droogs are put together. Mm. Um, uh, the druidine are short and wide, not tall and slim. Um, is it possible it's one of the Nandor? Maybe. I mean, we could get some Nandor here. I see no reason why we couldn't. Um, the brooch that we can just see at the top of the arrow holding his clasp together. Um, I, well, we can't see enough other than to see that it's a brooch and it looks like... I hear people saying that it looks like a leaf brooch. I think yeah. you're thinking leech, leaf brooch because you're used to thinking leaf brooches because that's what we get in the books and in the film. That looks like a feather to me. The bit that we can see sticking out at the very top of, this, of the image looks like a feather on that brooch. Mm. Not a leaf. But, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I'm seeing there. There's chain mail involved. Look at the chain mail. Like in his left yeah. armpit. And it looks very different than the chain mail we've seen on the Gladrill image. It's yes. chunkier. Much chunkier. Much oh, chunkier. That I don't know about that brooch. Um, yeah. And a silver ring on his thumb. With some sort of etching or carving on it. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, some kind of carving. And it's tantalizingly obscured. The edge of the ring is tantalizingly obscured by the arrow shaft. Um, I agree, Phil. It is very floppy chainmail. Um floppy is precisely the adjective that captures what I was thinking when I was looking at it as well. Um, okay. If we assume howsoever unlikely it seems that his breastplate is carven wood, and again, relief carving, like the leaf above his right wrist stands out from it's not like leaves are the shapes of leaves are like outlines of leaves are being carved on this right like this is it's a 3D wooden breastplate Ooh. right um yeah and Sarah says decorative more than functional I, I think this is a very functional man he looks like he it, the dirt on his hands, that's, mm -hmm. he looks battle dirty, right? Ready this to is, use that arrow. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy, he's not, he's, he's not for show, right? But that breastplate seems almost impractical, at least weird. I mean, it's weird. 
It's weird. And he's mm-hmm. got the belt. His belt, the design on his belt is not the same as the belt that Orange Sleeves is wearing. Um, it's just woven leather. The belt is more plain. It doesn't have designs on it. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, no, JG from Space, I am not at all assuming that these posters represent main characters. I'm not. I'm not. Um, they might, but I am not assuming that. Um, some of them, I think, could be designed just to convey atmosphere, culture. Um, I, nah, Martin, I don't think that face is Treebeard. Treebeard's face is not nearly so human as that, I don't think. Mm-mm. I mean, Treebeard looks like a tree. He doesn't have a human head. Treebeard never has a nose like that. Or lips. Do ants have lips? I don't know if ants have lips. It's it's just so so close to the the image of the Green Knight that if you just Google image Green Knight, that's what you would see. It just feels very purposeful that it's supposed yes. to be some sort of a yeah yeah. This guy he looks way too human to be an ant. I I mean again yeah. I I don't know how they're going to envision ants. Are we going to see ants? I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised if we saw ants. Rather hope that we see ants. Remember. Um, the destruction, the 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 destruction of the Ent wives' gardens, chronologically, is going to happen in this period. Like we should see the disappearance of the Ent wives, you know, if uh, everything goes according to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, James, I agree. Green man imagery is so old in folklore too. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, I, yes, I don't think, I don't think that's an Ent. I don't think that's an ant. I mean, I, I maybe they're going to depict ants with human heads like that, um, in which case I'm going to be critical of that. Um, but uh, I'm not going to believe that until I'm forced to believe that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it's an ant. Um, who would have a carved wooden breath. I mean, this is fancy work, right? Yeah. I mean, this is... And when I say who, I don't mean this what character, because we have no way of no. It's a statement piece. It is. Yeah. It is. It's like this a... This is a guy that walks into court and you go, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know who he is. Now, he might hold court in the woods. Like, he yeah. may well, you know. You could see him as like, um, you know, I could see... I could see one of the captains of the Dunedain wearing something like this mm. when he's when he's at work you know when he's when he's uh in in fancy dress um you know that is not dressing up like a rascal at brie um but the uh, numenor the belt says numenor to me weston because the belt clasp is just like orange sleeves belt clasp and i now think that orange sleeves is a numenorian not an elf um so i do think he's numenorian um, so what would he be? Hunter? Why bow? Again, they had war bows. They were famous for their war bows. But you don't wear a wooden 
breastplate. Nobody wears a wooden breastplate. Um, I'm trying to look at the seams on the side. And of the breastplate? Of the breastplate. Yeah. And if you look at the very bottom next to the belt, there seems to be like a loop of string. But I, I think that's affixing the wooden breastplate on. I, I think it can't be anything other than wood. I think it's wood. Yeah. I think it's wood. Um, on the ragged edge at the bottom. Yeah. So do we get... Numenorians. It's. I mean, it's possible it's an elf. But I, I don't think so. I think this person's human. Plug in. Yeah. Well, we should go soon anyway. This is our last one. Let me go for back tonight. to Instagram it for tonight. Yeah. Huh. Now, there are lots of human cultures, and there are lots of human cultures with with Numenorean influences, potentially. Could this guy be from, like, a non-Numenorean Middle-Earth culture, like the warrior of a uh, non-Numenorean Middle-Earth human culture? Um... Who looted his belt buckle off a dead Numenorean? I don't know, you know, um, or like whose culture is influenced by them. Um, I mean, we have to yeah. assume there's some outcasts in this society. I mean, you've got to have some rebels for us to align ourselves with in terms of a story. So, like, maybe this is just some outlier that, you know, ranger esque. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Chrissy, you're right that Peter Jackson's tree beard had human elements to his face, but he did not have a face as human as this in proportion. Think of the shape of it, right, for one thing. Um, but besides that, I wasn't a big fan of that either. Um, uh, I thought that Peter Jackson's tree beard, tree beard's face looked too human also. Um, but... Um, Yeah, yeah. But again, like, yeah, exactly, Chrissy. The whole shape of this face is a human face. The shape of a human face. Um, yeah, so no, it's not an end. It's not an end. I, I, I say that in confidence and hope. Um, it's possible that this is an elf and not a human. Holding the arrow, I mean. But I'm not sure. That hand doesn't look like an elf, though, does it? It doesn't. Everything else does. I could I could get on board with that, but I kinda. feel like yeah. kinda. the cloak would be a little bit finer, the hand would be a little bit more delicate. Yeah. The, f the fineness of the weave of the cloak is pretty good, but um, yeah. Okay. Well, um, hmm. I'll come back and think about him more in the when the bigger when we look at the bigger sort of context and patterns. All right, all right. Um, yeah, Weston. People who do leaks and confirm things are confirming what their leaks tell them. Not interested. Not interested in leaks. Don't yeah. tell me about leaks. Don't care. Don't want to know. Don't care. 
what we're doing is analysis of what we analysis is much more rewarding than leaks. Much more rewarding. And it's a lot of fun. I love I love the discussion and the the let's see, you know, the speculation is is half the game. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody just tells me it feels a bit know it all, and right now I know nobody's supposed to know it all, so if they're telling yeah. me then meh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Orifer. Yeah. If it's a if it's an elf, it could be. Um we should get Orifer. Um, you know, Legolas's grandpa dying in the War of the Last Alliance. Sure. Um, uh, okay. Anyway, all right. We should stop. Let Maggie go to bed. And um, we'll come back next week at an undisclosed time <laughs> to we'll finish up. Yeah, we'll do, uh, we'll do the I first. I always do this time except Mondays, so you let me know. We'll do the first half of the last quarter uh, next time, uh, and uh, then we'll be we'll be in pretty good shape. Um, first half of the last quarter. <laughs> yeah, that'll be scheduled. This is for our life now. You guys Tuesday wanted us after... to talk about other stuff. No. <laughs> exactly. exactly. We only get posters. All right. Awesome. This was great fun. Um, uh, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Maggie, uh, for coming along here. Uh, uh, thanks to Hazel for sleeping soundly. And yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, we will uh, we'll pick this up again next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Um, yeah.